The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. What are you pointing at? You know what I'm pointing at. I think I do, but I'm not sure why. It's the business. Hey, speaking of the business, it's time for the five count. Here it is. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's 4th of July weekend. I mean, I could be a little better, but I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, but I will say that no one's being more American than you are. Absolutely not. Tons proud to be an american oh, and he man. won't forget that guy who died that he hit with his car that pride is just oozing it's oozing from my very pores you need a towel or something no i just sweat it out i let it hang no sweat that's what ton says hey ton can you do a great radio show can you do the service of the community for 18 18- Saturday years worth in a row? Can you just be the best American you can be? No sweat. That's it. This is some of the greatest bed music ever in existence, honestly, right now. It's America. It is. I have got such a wondrous story involving my one wheel coming up later in the program. Oh, good. Oh, Billy Floyd Shouts is going to love this one. It's becoming a recurring recurring weekly theme yeah what should we call it uh tons patriotic wipeouts 10 minutes on the ton wheel 10 minutes with ton wheel well worth it 10 with ton wheel like that guy from iceland said well worth it (laughs) yeah dude yes dude chill bill i should make a ton wheel sticker and just send it directly to you you should make uh, great radio and send it directly to everyone's face. I'm trying to do that right now. Thanks for joining us. It's the five count. We've got an exclusive interview tonight. We've got a bunch of uh, songs about America, even though sometimes it's not the best country, but other times it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, I think it's pretty good. It's good, right? Could I mean, be. it's fine. Could be better. Could be better. It's an odd thing to think about that, because then it's like, well, where really would be better? What do you mean? Um, probably like 
Norway. I used to kind of want to move to Norway or Finland or something, but I don't know. I don't know. Now you're thinking maybe you'll just settle someplace like uh, Smith's Mill. I feel like, uh, you know, the country doesn't need to change. My attitude needs to change. You know what I'm saying? No. Because <laughs> my attitude's already pretty sweet. I guess I'm confused what by saying? that. What's, uh, you need to change with the times? No, I don't know. But what are the times? Because in this country, it are. seems like these half are like, hey, these are the times. And these other halves like, nah, they should be this time. And we just can't find a middle ground where we can all make great radio. I'm just going to say I'm glad to be alive and here with you, Dust. And it's another wonderful Saturday night. And uh, I'm glad that you listeners are listening in. And I hope you're having a wonderful 4th of July weekend. That's what it's all about. Glad to hear that, Ton. Because in the parking lot on the way here, you told me, quote, I wish I could just go to sleep and never wake up. (laughs) I said sometimes. I feel like I could just. Well, and then I said maybe I'd wake up somewhere else. And now, then you said, like, where, a butt? And I was just like, eh. <laughs> I mean. Oh, my knee. <laughs> slapped it so hard. Not exactly what I was thinking, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Hey, do you want to know who's going to be on the program tonight? Yeah, man. Uh, musician, keyboardist, Derek Sherinian. He's wow. like the. Eddie Van Halen of the keyboards. Awesome. He played with Kiss. Yes. He played with Alice Cooper. Wow. Played with Whitesnake. Whitesnake. He's got a new album out called Vortex. Wow. He played in Black Label Society. That's a crazy name for an album, I feel like. I feel like you got to be pretty tough if Black Label Society says, hey, we need some keyboards. Yeah. And they chose him. No, seriously. That that's, puts it in perspective. Yes, that's a very that's an extremely valid point. If Black Label Society <laughs> needs you on keys, that's ridiculous. Like, how could you bring anything more BA on keyboards to that group? I mean, Dusty and I have seen that group, and that's like one of the loudest, most ridiculous groups. That group is heavy duty, right? I mean, that's like pretty seriously heavy they're like the ton of music how do you even add keyboards wow Derek Sherinian what a guy for America so he played with Black Label did he ever play with Ozzy though Ozzy's is that the one guy that Ozzy has had for the entirety is his keyboardist no no not that guy but we have seen the original guy haven't we have we seen the original? Not the original. Not like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I have no clue <laughs> what you're talking about. Like when, and neither do you. When Ozzy went solo, uh huh, uh huh, and keyboards came into the mix. Sure. Who was that that played those keyboards? And haven't we seen him with the band still before? Um, you and I. I don't think it's been the same guy. Okay. 
I thought for some reason that keyboardist guy has been with Ozzy for. I know a five count alumnus, Rick Wakeman, played with him for a long time. Okay. And uh, Rick Wakeman's son, Adam Wakeman, played with him for a long time. Okay. And I thought. Maybe I'm just getting it confused that they all staying in the same family. Uh, a guy named John Sinclair played with him. Did like the keys for Perry Mason. Yeah. You know, Ton's favorite Ozzy album is Osmosis. It's. <laughs> um, I thought we already said on this very program that my favorite Ozzy album is Ultimate Sin. Oh, yeah. Second favorite. Are you thinking of Don Airy? Maybe. Maybe. But how long was he with him? God, I thought he was with him forever. Um, He was with him back before you were born. What are we even talking about? I don't know. Here? I'm all screwed up. We're talking about other keyboardists. And really, we need to be talking about the one that's going to be on this program tonight. Yeah, I feel like that would make more sense. <laughs> trying to do some research here for you, but... I still can't believe this guy played losing interest. keyboards with Black Label Society. Anybody out there, have you seen Black Label Society? It's not a band that you immediately think, yeah, some keyboards might might ramp things up here. Well, anyway, he's got a new album. It's called Vortex. Wow. And he'll be on the show tonight. And Ton will be here, too, awesome. for America. Yes. We've done some pretty heavy-duty America shows in the past. Mm-hmm. I think tonight's going to be a good one. That's good. Even though there's a lot of like strife and things that aren't so sweet going on in the country. Yeah. I mean, at least we can be together. I was trying to think of a silver lining, but maybe there's not. It's all going to hell, ton. It's been but, nice knowing you. But you're right. We're here together. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. The only positive in this whole damn country is that ton is still on the air after all these years. You and I are here doing it together. The rest of it's all horse number two. It's going to be great. Except that there is... I watched uh, The Highlander. Yeah. And I have The Highlander Part 2. Wow. Have you seen Part 2? Yes. Is it good? Uh. All right. That's a ringing endorsement. I mean, it's maybe okay, and then it just starts going downhill quick you know what i'm saying i'm familiar with that trajectory yeah you know because of our line of work start off hot (laughs) peter out over a series of 20 years i feel like i'm getting hotter though it is 88 degrees like as i'm getting older i'm getting hotter maybe it's all those bottle rockets you lit off could be do you want to hear some songs about america yeah like America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, America. Like, yes. America. Yes, like it's 1986 all over again. Yeah. That style America. Back when men were men and tons were ton. <laughs> ton was only in his teens back then. Beautiful.
Daddy. Hello, baby. How's my love child? Fine. Tell me, of all your dreams, what most do you hope to be when you become a big girl? Daddy, I would like to be Miss Black America. Herringly stepping so proud Mother Nature's only godchild Society salutes you today And we'd like to say God bless Miss Black America Watch over Miss Black America She cried tears of success We wish her long happiness Miss Black America Sisters, we're all so very proud Of that natural look We see among the crowd Worldwide admiration From nation to nation They love you Miss Black America We love you too Miss Black America You're such wonderful people And so beautifully Then tell them why They should not be ashamed Of their past Just explain The true mother Is Black America None other Than Miss Black America She cried tears of success We wish her long happiness Black America Miss Black We're so proud of you, Miss Black America. Miss Black America. I'm so proud, I'm so proud, Miss Black America. Miss Black America. Hello, everybody. It's me, Crazy George Wallace, the new Mr. Vegas, and you're listening to. Here today. When you come to Las Vegas, you can go see the blue man or you come see the black man. This is your new best friend, Dr. George Wallace, and we're having nothing but fun. I love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. It's the five count. I'm George Wallace. Yeah. 
Champion sound, yeah, a style we bout to get down. get down. Who the hottest in the world right now? Just touched down in London town. Bet they give me a pound. Tell them put the money in my hand right now. Set up a motor, we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA. I really want to come pick you with you.
Don't fuck with me Estelle once said Tell me cool down, down Don't act a fool now, now Always act a fool Ow, ow Ain't nothing new now, now He crazy, I know what you're thinking Rapina, I know what you're drinking Rap singer, chain blinger Holla at the next chick Soon as you're blinking What's your persona About this Americana Rhymer and my shadow Cause all my clothes designer uh, Dress smart like a London bloke Before he speak his suit be smart And you thought he was cute before Look at this peacoat, tell me he's broke <laughs> And I know you ain't into all that I heard your lyrics, I feel your spirit But I still talk that cash Cause a lot of wags wanna hear it And I'm feeling like Mike at his baddest Like the picture they gladdest And I know they love it So they hell with all that rubbish Would you be my love? Would you be mine? Would you be my love? Would you be mine? Dusty Rhodes, his legend will evolve 
Rocky Ralph, a first in cap, the Lone Star's favorite song. Some folks dream of riches and others would be king. Dusty's only goal in life was wrestling in that ring. So he took them one by one from near and far away. And you can hear the echo of his movement when they say, Dusty Rhodes, the great American dream. Last surviving hero, meanest man I've ever seen. Dusty Rhodes, his legend will live on. Rocky Rapper, first skin cap, the Lone Star's favorite song. Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Can you dig what I'm saying? Just a little bullet from Austin, Texas. And now I move people, baby. Now I move people. And people love me because I move them. And I never lie to them. And when I say I'm going to whip somebody's can, when I say I'm going to walk tall, then I'll tell you for damn sure. And from the windy city, a rich man did appear. He put a bounty on his head, they came from far and near. And when the dust had settled, the dream stood proud and tall. And from the chanting movement came the great American call. Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, wrestling's my game. Pain is what it's all about. And the thing that makes me so good is I know how good I am. And the thing that makes me so great is the people know how good I am. I'm doing it for everybody, the brown, the black, the white, the green, and the yellow. I'm going to be there when you fall. When you eat them TV dinners, won't defeat somebody. Just turn on the tube. I'm going to make you be somebody. When you want to live, when you want to walk, when you want to talk, when you want to cut your farming out, when you want to tell your old lady where to go, then turn on the set and I'm going to help you, baby. Because Dusty Rhodes is the dream, the American dream, 285 pounds. Hey there, this is Claude Coleman Jr. from the band Ween. You're listening to The Five Count.
Hey, we're back, Ton. Oh, yeah. God bless America. God bless hamburgers. Yeah, hamburgers for America. Wow. We really need to watch that film on the uh, Five Con at the Movies. If you're not familiar with that, go check out our Patreon. Hamburger, the motion picture. Really good film. Ton, you're a really good film. We got some Five Count mailbag questions. Do we really? For America. We got an exclusive interview with keyboardist Derek Sherinian. Coming up. Coming up. He was on Kiss Alive 3. Nice. You know. Yeah. God gave rock and roll to you, Tony. (laughs) Yes, dude. Yeah. Wow. Hey, here's a very, very lengthy message from our good pal and Five Count Associate Producer, Tony Frangelico. Nice. Think I'm pronouncing that right? Speaking of uh, at the movies, he says he loves the shorter format and nonstop action. No more napping for me. Do you have anything in the archive with Godzilla in it? I'm always up for some Godzilla action. He also says that he was so in the mood for a monster truck movie where a whole lot of gas was being purposefully wasted. State-of-the-art motor technology was on display and Sergeant Slaughter was shredding a tiny electric guitar. He also said that he bought an e-scooter. It's only 500 watts, so it would be a close race against tons one wheel. Wonder if I could switch the wheels over and add monster truck tires. There's more. (laughs) <laughs> said he rode the new e-scooter for the first time. OMG. It's like downhill skiing. Awesomeness. I hit 25 miles per hour and didn't want to go any faster. Pavement is not as forgiving as snow. Take care. No crashes. Mr. Ton. Love. Anthony. Wow. Well, Tony fr- from Makachoko. Uh, I got bad, some bad news for you. Ton biffed it for the eighth time in less than a month. I biffed it pretty hard yesterday. He, you can't tell over the radio, but he is currently in a body cast. <laughs> I'm not a body cast. Okay, Tony, I appreciate that. And I have to tell you, um, the scooters, surprisingly, even with the lower wattage, they they all seem to go quite a bit faster than the one wheel. And uh, I don't know how I would feel about that. I think I would still be like you. Like, at 20-something, I'd be like, no way. Like, let's calm down here. Unless the wheels are bigger. But if it's, like, small scooter wheels, I would that could get, like, wobbly real fast. So, yesterday, I was cruising my one wheel from my workplace I charged it all up, full charge at my workplace, and I went all the way across Mankato, and I my mission was to make it all the way up to Northridge, and I was having this beautiful ride. To give you an idea, Tony, Tony, Tone, <laughs> my one wheel has a top speed of 18 miles per hour, but you typically... Uh, and you reach this thing called pushback at about 16 and a half miles per hour. And this pushback thing is telling you to slow down because you're approaching top speed. 
when you approach top speed, the motor the motor no longer helps to keep you like balanced and only helps you to go fast. And so typically the nose then dives down to the ground and digs in and then you get chucked off. You you're you end up doing a nose dive is what they call it. So I was rolling and I hit Lee Boulevard, huge hill if you're familiar with it. And normally I go into a different mode, this elevate mode, um, to go uphill. And that helps keep you in check for going uphill. And normally I have my Apple Watch on and I watch my speed as I'm cruising. That helps me to stay in check. But my Apple Watch was uh, dead. And I kept her in Skyline, which is what I normally ride in. And I was doing great. It was beautiful. I was cruising up this hill felt amazing i smoked past this dude on a bicycle like nothing i tried to be like hey you know on your left whatever cruise by him there's a nice young blonde woman just kind of power walking up the hill uh, about you know halfway up it short shorts the whole deal come cruising up say hey on your left cruising by she gives me a smile and a wave and about 30 seconds later Boom, I feel the nose of the board dragging on the sidewalk. And next thing I know, I'm trying, I'm off the board, trying to run it out. I go down and shoulder roll it out like old school skateboarder style. In front of the blonde? Right in front of her, dude. Right in front of her. Yeah. My coffee cup goes launching out of my backpack. It's scraped. My daughter's uh, amethyst birthstone bracelet that I usually wear, that got busted, was all over the sidewalk. Oddly enough, my hearing aids did not disengage my music. (laughs) So I was still rocking to some prints. And the chick comes up immediately and is like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I was like, I think I'm fine. Like, I got up right away, and I was looking. I wasn't bleeding anywhere. I could feel my palms were kind of, you know, like I had smacked the pavement, but they weren't bleeding. Sure. Ton had two punctured lungs, but he wasn't going (laughs) to make it seem that way in front of the blonde. And I didn't, I I mean, I could tell my, I bumped my knee like it kind of hurt, but I didn't really, it wasn't, my clothes weren't ripped up. I'm fine. And my shoulder was like slightly sore, but it wasn't that big a deal. So I was just like, no, you know, I talked to her. I think I'm okay, whatever. I meant that. I was like, thanks. I meant that. Thanks for stopping, you know, and I was like, have a good day. Got back on that wooden wheel, took off right up the hill, went all the way back. And I remember I picked up my coffee cup and I didn't even realize, like, I kept moving my arm around thinking like, yeah, this is going to be okay, right? Like, my arm is going to be all right. And I took my backpack off while I was riding, put my coffee cup back in on the side part while I'm riding, put it back on, kept cruising, made it all the way up to Northridge, you know, and about like 15 minutes later after I sat down, then I was like, okay, my shoulder is effed. <laughs> you rode out of her sight line so you could go die behind a bush somewhere? <laughs> close, close. No, I was really, I'm pretty okay other than my shoulder, I, my, but it's all muscular, like very bruised. Uh, and I checked my app afterwards because the app registers like what your top speed was for that ride and lifetime top speed, and I was doing 21.1 miles per hour. So yes, m- much faster than the top speed of the board. 
And the dumb part, too, is when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dude, I was going uphill. Like, how am I flying uphill? But it must have been I just pushed right through that pushback. Didn't notice. It says it even tells you in the ride. For a little while, I was doing over 18. And then I must have, like, passed her and just kind of, like, I was, like, carving and having this wonderful time. And I must have carved and hit it. You know, like just lean forward even more, like boom, didn't even notice. 21 and ate it. So I think I'm pretty lucky to have only hurt my shoulder. Do you want me to Miyagi it? No, I, I don't really. <laughs> it's pretty sensitive. <laughs> I have a hard time like lifting my arm up. But I got right back on that horse, man, or that proverbial horse. Rode it to work this morning, rode it up to record this show right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm up for any races right now, Tony Tone, because it seems like every time, like, if I get injured on it, I'm, I'm a little, like, I take it easy for a while. But, uh, yeah, in, in the Skyline mode, I can accelerate really fast. Like, I can go up to 15 really quick, but that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm not trying to do no 20 miles an hour again. No, thanks. You're an American hero. It's ridiculous. You're like a a sexy evil Knievel. I should have asked. I should have told that woman she needed to check on me later, right? I don't know if I'm going to be okay. Do you want to check on me later? She's probably listening right now. <laughs> Much like everyone else in the city. I'm sure she had a great story to tell whenever she got back home or whatever. About this old dork who crashed his skateboard on yeah. the hill. Big time. <laughs> he passed me, and then he just completely ate it. He pretended he was okay, but I, I could he tell dead. he was slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really was. I mean, there probably was a little bit of adrenaline or something, but I really didn't think I was even going at all 20 miles an hour. And I really, I like sat and looked at myself. I'm like, I think I'm okay. Like, I think I'm good. Telling her. But it must have looked bad. Because otherwise she wouldn't have been that concerned. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Like, no, I think I'm all right. Catch you later. Ton just rubbed some dirt on it. On his uh, serious open head wound. It was ridiculous. Actually, I was wearing... That's all I was wearing for protective gear is my helmet. Speedo. And my helmet didn't oh. hit the pavement. Yeah, Speedo and helmet. And a it, backpack. It helps with the air resistance. <laughs> At least that's what Ton always tells us. Yeah, that was my uh, that's my sweet one wheel story for tonight. This has been Ton's one wheel corner. <laughs> oh, Tony Tone, good luck with your scooter, man. Now he's sitting here in a full body cast. I have to itch his back with a wooden spoon. That's a nice perk. Actually. But he's still here doing great radio. Yeah. Now that's America. Just get a little lower next time with that thing, would you? Talking to me still or yeah. this blonde lady? <laughs> the blonde lady is not here, obviously. Ton, you know who is here? Derek Sherinian. We've got an exclusive interview. He's a keyboard uh, thrasher, shredder guy. Nice. Like, you almost think you're hearing guitar because yeah. he's just so crazy. Yeah. Wow. He's got a new album out. It's called Vortex. It's a perfect thing to listen to uh, on Independence Day. Vortex.
We're on the phone today with keyboardist Derek Sherinian. He's played with everybody from Kiss to Whitesnake to Alice Cooper over the years. He's got a new solo album out. It's called Vortex. Hey, Derek, how's it going today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, first of all, you've got a new album coming out, a Vortex. Can you tell the listeners a bit about the new album? The new album uh, was uh, co-written and and Simon Phillips on drums played uh, co-wrote the album with me, and he's playing drums, co-produced, co-mixed, and uh, it's pretty much a continuation of our album, The Phoenix, in 2020. Except we have some new players on this record. It's the first time uh, Nuno Betancourt. Michael Shanker and guitarist Mike Stern, first time they've ever joined me on a record. So that's been pretty exciting. And the response so far has been great of the record. Awesome. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about who was uh, playing with you this time around. I know you got a lot of kind of a guest artists, but uh, who's playing with you as far as the band goes? Well, Simon Phillips is on drums on every song. And then we have different bass players, uh, mainly Tony Franklin, on bass who's played on all nine of my solo records and then i have a lot of guitar player guests who have played on a lot of previous records like zach wild steve lukather jill bonamassa steve stevens and again michael shanker this is the first time he's played on one of my records and he had me guest on one of his records in 2020 called immortal and so uh to return the favor he said that he would play on my record so i'm very excited to have him yeah, that's definitely awesome. And uh, the Rolodex that you've got uh, from working with all these guys over the years, uh, that must come in handy when it's time to hit the studio. It really does. And it's getting bigger and bigger as the years go by. And it's just a, a pleasure to be able to work with all the very best people. Well, Derek, uh, you've been known, I guess, as kind of a shredder uh, on the keyboards, maybe for lack of a better term. And I know you play some heavy stuff, but uh, the new album also has a lot of, um, you know, more mellow stuff, kind of a jazz fusion uh, sort of thing going on. Is there a method or, or a process, I guess, you go through to decide, you know, what kind of mixture or of uh, what you put on the albums is going to be? Well, we want to cover a lot of musical ground. And on the last record, we played a song called Dragonfly, which was the first time I ever did Piano Trio. And the response was so great from it that we wanted to keep that tradition going on this record with the song Scorpion. But I really enjoy uh, doing the piano trio format because it forces me to really step up as a piano player. And uh, I love it. And I think that shows a lot for, you know, as far as like heavier music, uh, heavy metal, maybe when you kind of break it down, and you know, all the uh, keyboard stuff that you do and kind of the classical style, it's really fits in uh, well. It's just kind of sped up and a little heavier when it comes down to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, Derek, I know you've played with a lot of other greats over the years. Um, pretty impressive uh, resume. You've got Buddy Miles and Kiss and Whitesnake. Uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, your memories working with Alice Cooper and uh, what that was like. I'm, I'm sure an awesome experience. Oh, it was awesome. That was the very first big gig, and that was in October 1989. He had the Trash album out, and everybody in town was trying to get in that band. And so I got an audition from my friend Al Petrelli, I went to music college with he was the guitar player and musical director so he got me an audition and alan alice gave me the thumbs up and that was just like the most exciting time of my life just going on that big tour and being on mtv and getting over that first hump of uncertainty about 
is there going to be a career in this music business or is this just a big pipe dream? And so, um, yeah, that was a great, I have great memories. Well, and touring on the uh, trash album, that was really a major comeback for Alice, uh, sort of breathe new life into things for him. And that's, oh, a, it did. that's I a great thing for you to kind of start things off uh, with a huge tour like that. It was fantastic. And, but the, the weird thing is that that was as big of a tour that I've ever been on because that single poison was like a number six on the pop charts. And when you're out on tour with a top 10 uh, pop single, the energy is way different than when you're going out and just doing a nostalgia tour. And I found that out pretty quickly, but my very first tour was, was very exciting. And I just am very grateful for that experience. And I know you played on the the last temptation album, which I love. And you were also in Wayne's world. I mean, that's gotta be pretty high on the resume too. No, that was pretty cool. Yeah, no great memories with Alice. Uh, great recordings i'd love to work with them again in the the future and you were playing um i read this on wikipedia i don't know how accurate that is all the time but you played on the uh the kiss uh, revenge tour is that right that's right kiss alive three album was on that tour also yeah that's um a similar thing to trash i guess uh with kiss uh, that whole album really kind of uh brought those guys back onto the mainstream as well so you Definitely had some uh, some pretty awesome at bats there uh, early on in your career. Absolutely, no, I'm very grateful. It's been great training ground. Well, when you come into a situation like that, is it tough for you to, I guess, fit into uh, to the songs that are already there and and not to kind of go uh, off the rails? I mean, obviously, you could um, blow everybody away, but uh, you kind of have to stay within the. Uh... No, because you want to keep your job, so you want to play the parts <laughs> and make it sound like the record, you know. And um, that's what solo records are for. So you can go off the rails and not, you know, you have to play for what the music is. You can't just start shredding all over the place. Well, yeah, and it's, uh, as you mentioned, that's what the solo albums are for. The new one, Vortex, is out. Uh, Do you have any shows coming up this year, maybe, for the album? Uh, Yeah, we're going to probably do more shows next year, but we're starting in... uh, We're doing one show in Ventura, California on August 29th. And this was Simon Phillips, myself, Bumblefoot on guitar. And then we're also going to be playing a festival in Armenia, my home country, in September. And September 6th with the same lineup. So, yeah, I'm very excited to go out and play some shows and and promote this record. Excellent. Yeah, that's... um... Great that things are kind of getting back to normal, you know, well, as normal as it can be, I suppose. Um, getting back onto the road and uh, playing some shows here, it's great things are working out. Yeah, hallelujah to that. <laughs> well, I know Vortex just out here. Is there anything else maybe in the works for no, you? Or? that's pretty much it. And actually, for Vortex, if you're into instrumental music, if you're into great uh, musicianship, guitar players, keyboard drumming you have to get this record it's top notch and and uh i'm really proud of it awesome man again the new album sounds great and i I think a lot of people are going to dig it and i really appreciate your time again thank you so much thanks dustin take care have a great day and again that was keyboardist derek sherinian and his new album vortex is available now
This is Dennis Dunaway of the original Alice Cooper Group. You're listening to The Five Count.
Come on, hey, we have something for everyone's taste. See, you look like a bright young boy. What's the matter, are you afraid? Yeah! And we're back! Awesome! Welcome back. Happy 4th of July weekend. Happy birthday, America. That was Derek Sherinian. His new album, Vortex, is available now. Also, I forgot to mention earlier, I agree with Tony Tone, dude. That monster truck video was so awesome. It was like exactly what I needed. Yeah, if you join us on Patreon, we watched a monster truck movie called Blood, Sweat, and Gears. It was so sweet. It was the second monster truck movie we've watched in the last calendar year. First one, Twister's Revenge. Yes. Not the best. Not as good as Blood, Sweat, and Gears. Not at all. I mean, it was okay. If you like a possessed monster truck wrecking people's houses and stuff. So... Did you ever go to, like, automotive shops when you were a kid at all? Like, do you remember that? I went to Big A, the auto parts store in LeSueur, and my neighbor, who we called Fat Scotty, once got in trouble for trying to rob the gumball machine there. Oh, wow. Yep. Man. But that was um, LeSueur in the late 80s, kind of like the Wild West different time speaking of the sewer i hope uh Jer bear got himself to the sewer finally i've been celebrating my independence from the sewer for 20 plus years so what it what it all made me think of the blood sweat and gears talk and the monster truck videos and whatnot i remember going to champion auto as a kid and they always had you know how they had like those uh nudie calendars well, yeah, those were there too, but you know, I don't know what to call it, but like in the middle, I mean, like Walmart still kind of has these things, but sort of like in the middle, like by the checkout area, just on the floor, there'd be like this nudie calendar shelf thing. It's not really a shelf. It's like a, it's like a metal wire basket thing, right? Kind of thing. And it's filled with VHS tapes. Oh, but it a, wasn't Mario Speedwagon cassettes. It wasn't really like the walmart style now where it looks like they're just dumped in but it's like a wire you know what i'm saying like wire shelf thing and there's cassettes on there what not not audio cassettes all vhs i remember this at the auto parts store it was all vhs and they were all like there was how-to videos for like working on your cars but then it was like monster truck videos different car hot rod videos bmx tape videos um I don't remember a lot of skate videos, but I remember a lot of BMX and car videos. And I I had some from there at one point. That's where you got your Christmas gifts? I wished. <laughs> your wow. parents bought some VHS tapes from the auto parts store? Yeah, man. Here, these are from Santa. I love that. So it makes me think of that. Like, I wonder if there's a way we could find more of those types of things and watch them. Well... I did just buy a spare VCR this past weekend. Yeah. Nice. Just wanted to mention that. Doesn't help you at all, but I was pretty stoked. Thank you so much. I might have one or two laying around somewhere, but it might be lowrider videos. But yeah, that would be cool to watch some more of that stuff, like hot rodding or 
monster truck stuff from the 80s, early 90s. That'd be fun. Well, let's do it. Join us on Patreon and find out which hot rod VHS tape Ton chooses this month. Hey, did you know we have a five-count hotline? It's like a telephone number. You dial it. Nobody ever answers it, but you can leave a message for Ton. 507-519-2030. That's the five-count hotline. It's like that 1-900 number that you used to call when you were a kid to talk to Corey Haim. But it was just a recording. Yes. Except this one's free. This is toll free. 507-519-2030. You can text that number. You can call that number. Leave a voicemail. My friend John, who lives in New Ulm, he sent some messages to that very hotline. He's uh, suffering uh, an illness, not feeling well. Mm. He calls it the crap virus. Mm. I don't know if it's like a digestive thing or if he just doesn't like it in general okay he said he did see a bit of the old chris christopherson movie some people are part robot there's a good woman fighter hope ton can google it to find the title looks like a movie both of you would like does that ring any bells chris christopherson as a robot fighting some ninja woman He's part robot in it? Chris Christopherson is? I guess. I don't know. Hey, he says they didn't get the Elvis movie at the New Alm Theater. That's a dude. AKA Funky Town. I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up, that new Elvis movie. Also, PS had an idea. Lava Light toy crane game machine. COVID five count test thing. In Lava Light, you and Ton would be blobs smashing against each other in five-count liquid. (laughs) In Crane Game would be interviews, music, texts, phone messages, some fan names, etc. Wow. That's from John. He obviously has some sort of uh, COVID brain coming up with some wild ideas. How would we even get that? About a robotic Chris Christopherson and Ton trapped in a lava lamp. How could we even get that made, honestly? A a five-count lava lamp? You'd be blobs smashing against each other in five-count liquid. What is five-count liquid? Yuck. I don't even know what that means. I don't want to know what that means, but I also am strangely curious. That is weird. Hey, Ton. Do you think you were smashing around like a big blob and five-count liquid like maybe ten years ago? I mean, I hope so. Me too. Let's find out together, shall we? Because this is the part of the program where we go back ten years in five-count history. June 30th, 2012, Ton. You still awake? Yeah, I'm trying to find... John's movie, but I'm listening to you. Is that pain meds kicking in here? Yeah, yes. I'm on about 16 ibuprofens right now. If you're just joining us, Ton is in a full body cast. Everything except his pelvis is covered in wrap. <laughs> so if you can imagine that. It's He's got always... a cast from toe to upper thigh. Yeah. And then a cast from above the belt to his neck. Yeah, I can't. 
can't have the pelvis restricted in any way. Son, we uh, celebrated our great nation's independence 10 years ago, too. It's funny how the calendar keeps matching up like that. That is pretty funny. We had two exclusive interviews with two American heroes. Holy cow. Ton. Do you know who we had on the show 10 years ago? No idea. Former heavyweight boxing champion Chuck Wepner. Oh, wow. Yes. You know, the guy that went 15 rounds with Muhammad Ali. Yeah, man. And then the story goes that Sylvester Stallone was in the audience and went home and wrote a movie about it. Yeah. And it was called Rocky. Amazing. Also, we had a UFC Hall of Famer Dan the Beast Severn on the show. Wow. Remember that guy? I do. He was an NWA World Heavyweight Champ. That's amazing. UFC Hall of Famer. It's still strange to me that we had some of these guys on this program. It's so awesome. They were both on the same one-hour show 10 years ago. Wow. How, why would we even have those two dudes and think, yeah, just put them on the same show? Because it was for America. Crazy. The guy who they based Rocky Balboa off of and Dan the Beast Severn. It's pretty American. Remember when Chuck Wepner fought Andre the Giant? Yeah, man. And then Andre got pissed and picked him up and threw him over the the ring ropes into the crowd. And then Stallone saw that too and said, hey, maybe I should put that in Rocky Three. I hope Stallone at least sends this guy like a fruit basket or something every year. Yeah, I really want to... We need to get Stallone on this program so we can really straighten that out. Okay. Next week, Sylvester Stallone on the five count. But for now, that was 10 years ago in five count history. Now it's time for right this second, five count present. So I'm not exactly sure what John's talking about, it, but it might be a movie called Knights. Maybe in the future, a kickboxer and a robot lead a revolution against ruling cyborgs. With Chris, Chris Christopherson? Christopherson? Yeah, dude. We should definitely. The guy from Big Top Pee Wee? Yes, we should definitely watch this film. The me and my Bobby McGee guy? This. Fought cyborgs with a female kickboxer? Yeah, except it looks as though it's like in the olden days. It's like in the Knight's Realm style, but it's actually in the future. In the Knight's Realm? You know what I'm saying, dude? It's crazy. This looks crazy. It's a solid 4.5 out of 10, which means definitely perfect for our program. Yes. I don't understand. Dude, look at the cover. Knights. So this is like... uh cyborgs in the fifth century dude it's got the guy who who's the bad guy in cyborg too it looks like that guy the guy guy. who wears the crazy shades tons pointing to a picture on his phone in case you can't hear that i'm pointing to it for dusty because i think he knows what i'm talking about why would they have cyborgs in the late fifth century i don't know where is that guy it's got to be vincent Vincent Klein. 
right? It's got to be that it's guy. your uncle? That's the guy. Your uncle was a cyborg? Vincent Klein. And look, yes, he was also in Cyborg. 1989 he was also in point break he was also in double dragon dust we should get this guy on the program vincent klein wow i hate to say this to you at least once every year or so but cyborg was a big sucky movie for sucks well try telling vincent klein that i'll tell him right to his face over the phone if i have to so vincent what was it like being in knights and cyborg Ton, are we going to go see Judas Priest in town? I don't know. Are we? They're playing at the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center. That yeah. just rolls right off the tongue. I heard about that. Well, why don't you go? Why don't you go? Fine, I will. I'll when get Rob it? Helford on the show. That'll that'll show you. When is it? October 30th. All right. All right, we're going. And I'll have Rob Helford on the show. I love that idea. For Halloween. That's a perfect idea. It's done. Done deal. Done deal. Check, please. <laughs> Check, please, America. Ton, I got a mailbag question from Billy Floyd Shouts. You know that guy? Hit me. Totally know that guy. He writes, by the way, if you ever want to send us a message or a question or a topic or a death threat to the five cow mailbag just send it to us somewhere online and we'll find it and we'll read it and all your friends will hear your name on the radio and you'll be the king of the castle like that cyborg that was uncles with uh, chris christopherson's nephew <laughs> who was a kickboxer just get to the message would you 73-year-old Ric Flair is wrestling his last match ever at the end of July. Do you think more people will plunk down $35 to watch this out of morbid curiosity? Or because they are genuine Flair fans? Sincerely, Billy Floyd shouts. I don't think I would pay any money to see that me personally yeah i was gonna say i think nobody's gonna pay the money to see that when you say morbid curiosity are you saying i'm gonna pay 35 bucks uh, on the not off chance that he could die in the ring because if that happens it'll just be on the news and i can watch it there for free yeah i don't i think that is what he's saying i hope nobody's doing that I mean, I think people would do it because they're genuine fans, but also I feel like I'm kind of a genuine fan and I'd rather not pay that money because I don't want to support him doing that because I think he should just feel good about himself and his accomplishments already and just not get back in the ring. Maybe he needs the money. You know, like when you'll still be doing this show when you're 73. There's no money in this show, though, Dust. Well, maybe by that point, you'll have figured it out. Um, How to draw an income from, you know, the 20 hours a week that we put into this show. I don't know what to say to that, because I would think that Flair, you know, I still can't really support it. I mean, it's like, dude, he had to have been raking it in numerous 
points of time over his his life and career or careers. So, uh, you know, if he can't manage his money, it's like what are I we think he's do? I think he's paying alimony to like seven different women though. Still? I, I believe so. I think Still you have to pay now? that until they're dead, don't you? You should know. How many ex-wives do you have? I don't have any, and I certainly don't pay any alimony. I don't know. You have to pay alimony for all of time? I believe so. Don't you? Wow. Floyd Childs, do you know? I don't know. How much do you have to pay your ex-wife? What a racket. (laughs) That's why you'll still be up here doing the show. Wow. I would say long after you've lost interest, but that's already happened. How could he do that seven times? How could a guy do that? Se- How could you not just even after the first time be like prenuptial agreements? Yeah, he's a hopeless romantic. Wow. I'm not paying for it. Just stay at home, Flair. Yeah. Well, I would say this is America, so you can do whatever you want. But I don't have $35. <laughs> That's true. You can do whatever you want, I guess. But holy cow. Ton, you want to hear a song about America? Yeah, man. You know, it's America, like uh, Independence Day. The whole weekend. It's a long weekend. Like, I took off the rest of the month. Did you? To celebrate. The rest of the month? Yeah. Wow. Well, some of us are uh, patriots, and uh, some of us, Ton, are not. So, I mean, are you going to be, like, lighting fireworks every day the rest of the month? Yeah. And drinking beer? I like to light them during the day, though. Yeah. Because it gets crowded at night. I light them off around lunch. Light fireworks when you got a good buzz rolling and keep lighting them until you're real hammered. Right? And then what? You take the boat out on the lake or what? No, that's I do that first and then get hammered and light explosives. <laughs> <laughs> while still in the boat yeah from the boat on the lake dude wow that's how that's how george washington did it do you smoke some meats too can you smoke some meats smoke you up a hill in a race i'll tell you that <laughs> yikes hey let's hear this song about america and then we'll come back
This is Keith Morris, former member of Black Flag, the Circle Jerks, currently a member of Off, and you're listening to The Five Count.
English, sure, we'll give them a break with the high watts and their marshals. It started here, make no mistake, it's always real and never fake. Popcorn boots and puffy hair, gotta raise the scare. Metal merchants battle their wares, not U.S. made, fire beware. One, two, three. It's an American heavy metal weekend. It's an American heavy metal weekend. Rat! Dawkins! Quiet, riot! Motley crew! Twisted sister! Langenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street, and you're listening to The Five Count.
To the five count. Yes. Made in America. Man. It really is. It really is. We are both made very much in America. Another Independence Day weekend program in the books. You know what the best part is, Tom? This one probably actually is on the air. Finally. (laughs) Several of our uh, 4th of July weekend shows in the past didn't air. Or part of it aired. Or something else aired over it. Ridiculous. Or the volume was way super low. Or some other kind of number two-ery going on. Tons of that stuff has happened to us. But now it's it's all good. Made in America. It's been a good program. Glad we're here. Even though, like... Uh, countries kind of uh, whatever and getting more so by the by the day it seems 
You could still count on Ton. He'll be here. Tried be and true. Here. I'll be here. He's like the Statue of Liberty. Or like uh, the Grand Canyon. Or one of those geysers. <laughs> Definitely. He's, I feel like being a geyser right about now. He's a he's a geyser you can always count on to be here. Yeah, I'll be here accepting you just the way you are. Thanks, Tony. It's no problem. And thank you, gentle listeners, for spending your long holiday weekend with the five count, even though you're probably listening to this on like a Thursday or maybe two weeks after the fact. We appreciate you at least yeah. giving it a shot. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Derek Sherinian. He was on the program tonight. The guy played with Alice Cooper, for crying out loud. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. His new album, Vortex, is available now. And, Ton, uh, if that's not enough, we've got so much fun, neat, cool stuff happening, like uh, on the internet and like on websites and the who's-its and stuff. Fun, neat, cool stuff. Yeah, you know, like uh, the5count.com. Yeah, man. That's like a home base for a good quality American-made product that you're listening to right now. 18 years running. You can find like 700 episodes of it right there. That's a lot. And if you're thinking, man, that's just not enough for me, you could find the rest of them at our Patreon page. You could give us a buck or two and have access to all sorts of great American-made quality products. That's a wonderful idea. Do it. Just go ahead and do it already. You get early access to all of our shows, radio shows, YouTube shows like the Five Count Co-op, special bonus episodes. Ton says that a bunch of big burly dudes might be coming in here sometime later this month to talk about wrestling. I hope so. We might be watching Godzilla movies where he somehow rides a monster truck and Chris Christofferson's there. I would love that. I've been talking to my daughter about Godzilla recently. She kept asking questions. We might as well watch a movie. And when you're watching a movie, you're probably going to need like some sort of tasty American beverage. But what are you going to pour it in? I don't know. Maybe something ceramic. Where would you buy something like that, Ton? At Lori Don Ceramics. That's where Ton gets all his ceramics. The only place to buy ceramics on the internet. I don't know if she makes glassware or cups and bowls but she might she made me an ann ramsey christmas yeah. ornament so you just message her ask for something custom she'll do it she doesn't talk to us anymore but i think she's still in business it makes me sad deep in my heart actually i miss her voice ton i'm gonna miss your voice until next week all right but at least we still have the true punks yes we do for america see you next time ninja 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 I want my black ninja and I want him now!